0: Hello, hello everyone. Happy, uh, what day? It's Tuesday,
1: right? It's Tuesday. (laughs) It is.
0: I have no sense of the days of the week anymore. Steve, how are you doing? Does it feel like a Tuesday to you?
1: Sure it does. Uh, Yeah, everything is good. Um, For people that don't realize the SAG strike ending means that you and I have been doing an awful lot of interviews. These are first world problems but it has been seven days a week, nonstop.
0: Yeah, not complaining one bit. I'm especially I'm especially proud, and Adam Behind the Scenes knows this, that we were able to bring Ladies Night back so damn strong, Iman Vilani and Rachel Zegler, and there's more on the way that we're working on. I can't wait to share that with everyone out there. First, Steve, we have a supersized lineup today. So we planned three stories, as always, but then a little something broke right before we signed on to start this episode. I am going to read from a Variety article. The headline is, New Karate Kid Movie to Unite Jackie Chan and Ralph Macchio. So in case anybody out there does not know, that's been a big question mark with this new Karate Kid movie. Like, who is, who's going to be in it? What is it going to continue? Is it going to have anything to do with Cobra Kai whatsoever? And while we don't have firm answers on a lot of that yet, I feel like their involvement does set a different tone and different expectations than we had before so obviously the two of them Ralph and Jackie Chan they starred in separate versions of the Karate Kid but now they're coming together here so apparently those two films existed within the same world the movie is from Sony Pictures and it is due in theaters on December 13th 2024 Variety doesn't have any plot details yet, other than the two of them reprising their roles, obviously. But the other thing that this news came with is a casting call video that featured the two of them in it. And it goes to this website that reveals, I guess, the main character of the movie. Uh, The name is Lee Fong, and the casting uh, call reads as follows. Looking for an actor to portray Chinese or mixed-race Chinese, and between 15 to 17 years old, he speaks fluent English, conversational in Mandarin is a strong plus, he's smart, scrappy, and a skilled martial artist, and then, of course, any sort of martial arts, movement, gymnastics, and or dance experience is a strong plus. So, you know, we're, we're starting to put the pieces together here, and uh, this announcement gets me a little more hyped than I was before. How are you feeling about it, Steve?
1: My big question is just, well, they're getting ready to film the final season of, C- of Cobra Kai. And I'm just wondering if there is any sort of like, is the film taking place after the end of Cobra Kai? Is it taking place? Like, how are they going to make that work in terms of the, the timeline? Uh, because, you know, it comes out the end of next year. That's when I would imagine Cobra Kai is coming out you know, assuming the filming goes well, because they don't have VFX, they could be out by the end of next year, or the beginning of 2025. And I'm just sort of curious how it all, you know, fits together. Um, That's my main thing. But as far as the movie, uh, I'm curious how this, you know, both casts are going to come together. And, you know, I'm just, my main thing is, how does it work with Cobra Kai?
0: Yeah, I'm very curious to see how all that pans out. A lot of people out there know I am a diehard Cobra Kai fan. Love Karate Kid, have loved Cobra Kai. And the thought of them making a new movie that possibly didn't exist within the world of Cobra Kai made me very, very nervous, especially when Cobra Kai is so hot. And also the trio behind Cobra Kai have teased the possibility of spin-off series. So I wanted to see all of that happen, but I didn't want it all to happen in a way where it felt like two different universes were existing at the same time. This news at least confirms to me that all of these characters exist within the same reality, which I like. My plot prediction right now is, let's say, hypothetically, Cobra Kai season six comes out before this movie does. I like the idea of maybe maybe Daniel LaRusso serving as a mentor to this new lead in a way that References his experience growing through Cobra Kai and how he taught those students, where he could take those lessons and apply it to this new pupil. So I think there's a lot of a lot of potential there. And then also, Ralph Macchio and Jackie Chan may be operating as as dual senseis, where this new character needs. Needs training from both of them, coming from unique perspectives, and and it's almost like uh it doesn't maybe match natu- it doesn't maybe exactly mirror this dynamic, but it could to a to a degree the Ralph Macchio William Zapka, where both of them are coming at teaching their students with with a different skill set and different types of expertise. Maybe we'll see something like that happening in this new movie now.
1: It's also possible that there's a tournament, and it is you know each of them have people in the tournament and they're competing against one another.
0: If there was a direct crossover and the Saikai Taikai was them bringing the Cobra Kai students and this new student being trained by Jackie Chan going head to head, I think I would lose
1: my mind, Steve. Lose my mind. Yeah, we'll find out more, Uh, but it's a pretty tight turnaround. If they're, you know, they're going to film early next year and it's going to be out the end of next year. Uh, And like I said, I'm just curious how it all ties together, but moving on.
0: Yeah, that feels like too like too much of a high-pressure direct connection, what I just said, but if they could pull something like that off and have them so well woven together, I think that could be absolutely brilliant. All right, next story. This was technically our first story of the day. It's also something I'm very excited about. We have our very first look at Robert Eggers' version of Nosferatu. Of course, it's a remake of the 1922 20, uh, vampire classic, and in this rendition, it is going to star Lily Rose Depp as Ellen, the wife of Nicholas Holt's character, uh, estate agent Thomas, and then we have Bill Skarsgård playing Count Orlok, which is just like absolutely perfect. And this image is, is of uh, Lily Rose Depp and we get like a little shadow of Count Orlock and just makes me hyped. I'm very excited about this movie. Fun fact, Steve. I interviewed um, Anya Taylor-Joy and Robert Eggers, back in 2016, when The Witch was first coming out, I vividly remember sitting in the A24 offices conducting this interview, and I was just looking at it and reading it, and he had said back in 2016, because I I asked him, why make Nosferatu next? Because it had just broken in the trades, and he said, I think it seems very disgusting and presumptuous and megalomical, I'm not going to pronounce megalomaniacal properly, and offensive for someone in my position to say they want to do Nosferatu next. So I think that's why it hit the trades in a big way i still might do it but not next it's a masterpiece and it really doesn't objectively need to be done but i've been obsessed with that film since i was a little kid it's just so cool knowing he was obsessed with the movie since he was a kid had this in his mind when the witch came out and now we're actually going to see it and i just need how he described it in empire he called it a scary film a horror movie and a gothic horror movie and i think we need more of that in this industry right now
1: Uh, yeah, look, he's a fantastic filmmaker, very curious about the film. I know they've tested it. I don't know what the test screenings were. I don't know the results of the test screenings, but I know they've tested it. And, um, I'm very curious. I mean, he, like everyone, I'm a big fan and, you know, uh, and again, as you said, he's been obsessed with this for a long time. I know that they were getting ready to film and then it fell apart with the financing and then they got the financing back. So Look, as soon as they want to offer a screening as the uh, will be the day that I go see it.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited to see this movie. Uh, Nosferatu was kind of like a gateway horror movie for me, but it happened in reverse. I watched the Are You Afraid of the Dark episode that it was inspired by first, and then I needed to know where that came from, so I went back and watched Nosferatu, and got obsessed and now I'm a horror nut. But one other quote that is from the Empire piece, which has the uh, exclusive on the image, Eggers was noting that, of course, uh, Bill Skarsgård is very transformed in this role, but he emphasized that he has so transformed that he's fearful that he might not get the credit that he deserves because Bill Skarsgård is just not there and that is so incredibly appropriate for a role like this i have so much faith in him and this image looks good like obviously i want to see you know count orlock from head to toe but this is a smart promotional strategy you have the teaser image eventually you reveal what he's really going to look like and you build 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 until the movie gets its release and i'm going to be counting down every single second until i could see this thing
1: Uh, Yeah. Uh, Also, remember, it's very strategic. What they release as their first image. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely just a teaser image. Um, Yeah. uh, You know, look for a trailer soon.
0: I'm pumped. I'm pumped.
1: Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
0: Yet another story that I'm excited about because I really like this actor quite a bit. Um, Nicholas Holt is likely to play Lex Luthor in uh, in James Gunn's new Superman movie. So this report comes from Deadline and, you know, that that means it's not a firm confirmation. So keep that in mind. But. The way that they put it is James Gunn found his Lex Luthor and Nicholas Holt via several sources. So that's where we're getting this from right now. According to uh, the Deadline Report, a movie star was always eyed for this particular role after Gunn decided to select a fresher face in David Sweat for the title role. And then, of course, we have Emmy winner Rachel Brosnahan playing uh, Lois Lane. And just in case you need to know, Superman Legacy is due in theaters on July 11th, 2025. Yay. I like Nick Holt. I think he is wildly talented. And even though he has gotten a whole lot of praise over the years, I still feel like we need to be looking at him like he's like on a higher talent level and a star power level than he is. I just, I want all the good things for him.
1: Okay. So I have a lot to say on this. Uh, The new Superman movie is my number one most anticipated film that is in production being talked about. I've wanted a new Superman movie. For forever, I used to, when I used to see the, the Warner Brothers executives, the high up executives, I'd always ask them, What's the status of the new Superman? Uh, the fact that James Gunn is doing this, the fact that this is a huge priority for David Zaslov at Warner Brothers. Uh, if you don't know, he is the new CEO. And when he came into the studio, he was flummoxed and upset that there was no script for Superman ready to go. He wants this movie. I want this movie. Everything is aligning. I'm finally getting the Superman movie. Now, getting into the Nicholas Holt. He is a fantastic actor. He is a great, great uh, addition to this franchise. He's going to be a fantastic Lex Luthor. I am probably going to be in the minority, but I would actually like it if he doesn't shave his head. Um, I would like it for, for him to look like Nicholas Holt, and then maybe something happens in the movie or, you know, at something like we, whatever. But I love the idea of him playing Lex. And I really hope that it is not a land grab movie where he is doing real estate, like all the other Superman movies. I'm making (laughs) a joke about this, but uh, anyway, I would really like this for, and what I'm excited about with James Gunn doing this is they clearly are not thinking about this as a one film thing. So I would love it if this is like being thought of as a trilogy or more and Lex as an arc that is not just, you know what I mean? Like I, I want this to be the beginning of the Superman thing, and uh, where it's going to keep going. And, you know, Gunn has that 10-year plan. Anyway, I'm over the moon. Couldn't say yeah. enough positive things. Nick Holt is a great actor. Going to be a fantastic Lex.
0: What is your favorite Nicholas Holt performance to date? That's a hard question oh. to answer.
1: Uh, uh, Honestly, I need to look at his IMDb again to, like, say what is best work is to me also i've never seen the great um Ooh. yeah i know you can't watch everything perry there's too much uh, television the um, two of
0: them are just exceptional in that they're on, it, both of them are on fire
1: yeah it's on my list uh i don't know what my favorite performance is by him but the thing that he is so good at is just disappearing into roles you know uh I think I'm going to go with about a boy when he was a child. I'm joking. Okay. I'm joking. Well, I it's mean, not- who knows?
0: Um, if that was your choice, I would respect that. I think I I obviously love many, many movies that he's been in. Mad Max Fury Road is a favorite film of all time, and I love him in that. But I think I have to go with the favorite. Just, just I love when Nicholas Holt gets, like, get weird and go big, and that particular performance just – Just tickled me. He was something else in that movie. I love him in that. All right, third story of the day, Steve. We are getting more born I mean, you could probably tell how I feel about this based on the tone of my voice. Um, it is also a Deadline exclusive. After All Quiet on the Western Front, director Edward Berger might have found his follow-up project. Sources are telling Deadline that Universal is looking to get back in business with Jason Bourne as the studio has begun early development on a new installment in the Jason Bourne franchise and Berger is in negotiations to oversee development and direct the film. Universal didn't comment on the matter, but uh, Deadline's insiders are saying that there is no script and it is in very early stages of development. Those insiders have also added that Matt Damon would be approached first to return in the iconic role once a script is finished. So, obviously, I think All Quiet on the Western Front is exceptional. And the only reason I would be excited for a newborn movie is because of Edward Berger's involvement. But this is just one of those things where even though the movies were solid, like, I think. I think I'm, I think I'm done. Like I don't, I don't I personally, personally respect to anybody who is a big fan of this franchise and desperately wants more. But for me personally, I don't need more.
1: Sure. Well, a few things to say here. Um, I understand why universal is thinking about this. I think if they're going to do a newborn movie, it needs to be a reboot of the franchise. I don't think Matt Damon should come back. The only reason to bring that Damon back is if Bourne is hired to do something, you know, and he is dealing with being older and more physically run down and trying to pull off stuff that he used to do. Like, there's a way of doing it with Matt. If you play, it's been 10 years, it's been 15 years since the last one or something like that. And he's hired to do so like something. The, Otherwise, the Logan version of Bourne is yes. what I'm Yeah, or you reboot the franchise you start with a born that's in its 20s, and unlike the born movies that are, have, were made, which were never thought of as a trilogy or a franchise, you start knowing your, your plan is to make three or four or five movies, a la Universal's James Bond series. And what you do is you reboot it, you start younger, and you have an arc. You figure out, ultimately, what are you trying to do over the three to five films, and you you know, you, you do it like that and not think of it as each film is its own thing, because then you can actually justify these movies. Um, but I understand why Universal's doing it. They've made Universal a lot of money and, it, you know, IP is everything people know born and they understand the whole born reboot thing, but I, I, that's the two ways, you, Logan version or just a complete reboot.
0: IP is not, I feel like I understand why anyone would say IP is everything, but I feel like it's not. And the example that I turn to, especially in this genre is John Wick. Like, just come up with a killer original idea. Find the perfect actor to lead the film. And I think the possibilities are really endless. In this particular case, though, I think I lean towards what you said with a reboot idea rather than bringing Matt Damon back, because this is one of those situations where I'm always here to, like, big up uh, newcomers, and I I want people who we don't know to get these massive films so that they can, you know, skyrocket to fame if they've got the talent and deserve it. In this particular case, it feels to me like a new born movie would wind up being categorized alongside, let's say, bringing back Indiana Jones, doing another Mission Impossible, where, you know, both movies made some money, but they're not astronomical successes. I feel like if you rebooted something like a born movie and then get like, I don't know if this is the perfect fit, but hopefully this gives people the idea of what I'm thinking of with someone super popular like a Jacob Elordi. That could then maybe pique the interest of people who just love the Bourne franchise, but also encourage newcomers to want to get in and see what it's all about.
1: Yeah, look, the main reason to reboot overdoing Matt Damon is you look at the numbers at the box office of films that do not have younger actors in it, and they just don't perform. Younger, if you go to any movie theater and you just look at the line of people coming inside, it's all, the majority are people under 25 and 30. You know, it's younger people that go to the movie theater and, you know, you look at um, Indie, you look at Mission, you look at some of these films that aimed at the adult audience and they underperformed. So ultimately, I think rebooting with a 20 something year old and, you know, a younger cast um, going through the program, maybe. I, I don't know. There's a million ideas. But the point is, you got to start younger and start uh, bring a new generation through. Um and then I think it works, and I think it can be done. Um, but I, I don't think Matt Damon doing it is the right way to go.
0: Okay, so Jacob Alordi is, is born. That's what we're that's what we're no, saying here.
1: I don't I don't see him as born.
0: No. <laughs> I feel I mean he transformed into Elvis. I have confidence he can do anything he wants.
1: <laughs> sure, um, I don't see him as born, but okay. like, I'd love to be proven wrong.
0: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Those are our topics for the day. Before we tune out, Steve, anything you want to promote through the holidays?
1: Uh, we have an awful lot of interviews getting ready to post on Collider. Big news is I'm flying down to Brazil for CCXP, which is like the Comic-Con of, of, uh, of Brazil. Uh, I will be there for the whole con. If I knew the schedule, which I do, <laughs> I would tell you that each day has some pretty crazy stuff uh and there's definitely going to be news coming out of that con and we will be covering it live
0: i like that tease i like that tease i will direct everybody towards ladies night the episodes with Iman Vellani for The Marvels and Rachel Zegler for The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. They're both up and running. You can watch them on the YouTube channel. You could listen to them on the podcast network or read the stories on Collider.com. And then because it's in the can and we're working on the edit, I can also tease without jinxing that I conducted Lizzie Broadway's first interview ever. And I wear that as a badge of honor. She's from Gen V. And trust me when I tell you, she is on the verge of becoming like a big star she is so incredibly talented pure natural talent so i'm looking Wait, forward to all the good things coming her way
1: it was her first interview yes that's funny i i'm gonna uh, you know who i did as i think first interview which most people don't believe but it's true i think i, you think know. I
0: know this answer
1: what do you know it is it jessica chastain it was jessica chastain oh. sundance it was crazy when you think so about fun. what her career has done yeah,
0: I mean, I, I hope I hope that uh, Lizzie Broadway follows in Jessica Chastain's footsteps, because, again, I believe she's she's got all that talent in her. She could do it. I don't think uh, the two of us will see you until after Thanksgiving. So I will take a moment to wish you all a very happy holiday. I hope it is filled with good people and good food tomorrow morning. Tune in because you will have a John and Maggie episode of Collider Dailies. We'll see you soon.